Have you ever heard of a vicious, sometimes bipedal, monkey-like creature with a bushy tail, the leaping ability of a kangaroo, the strength of a gorilla, and maybe a taste for human flesh? You might wonder, what far-off land does this terrifying creature live in? Well, would you believe Virginia? We're about to hear about the devil monkey of the USA. Hi everyone, welcome to the Weird World Podcast. My name is Carrie. I'm Dean. Uh, what you got, Dean? <laughs> okay. We have a cryptid corner here for you today. I'm being a little vague here. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Okay. So, but it is going to be about a cryptid, a little known one too, by the way. Which you have already described in detail i did in a little bit of detail but wait till you hear about this guy okay. i vaguely heard of this and there's not a lot on it in the the lore the literature mm-hmm. but it goes back i mean if you believe the we'll get to in a minute the inevitable native american legends that every cryptid eventually in, in anywhere in north america is is eventually tied to yeah it goes way 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 back but in modern times, this creature that certainly seems and sounds like a more consistent devil monkey goes back to like maybe the 1930s. There was supposedly an encounter in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Oh. Didn't know there was such a thing. 1934, the source I read said the, the uh, story was allegedly published in national newspapers. <laughs> Either it was or it wasn't. Yeah. It's not hard to find. I mean, uh, yeah, I was going to say there's a way to check national newspapers. Yeah, I know, but I'm not going to complain. We don't check a lot of national. I mean, we will check the New York Times archive and other archives now and again, but we're not. We don't have access to Lexis no, Nexus. No, you got to pay for those things. Yeah, very. So this creature, though, was supposedly kind of. It was very. This first encounter was super vague. It was just sort of this mysterious creature that supposedly leapt across the field at lightning speed and was kind of quasi, somewhat monkey-like. Okay, so it goes away, and in Southern Illinois, in March of 1946, is another story. I'm sorry, it was in, it was in a March 1946 magazine called Hoosier Folklore, which, by the way, Hoosiers are people from Indiana. This is in Southern Illinois. Not clear how that happened. Huh. But supposedly it took place in the summer of 1941, and this guy was out hunting squirrels along Gum Creek Ew. near Mount Vernon, Illinois. Yes, People hunted squirrels back then. I know. Terry. People hunt squirrels now. You know what they do I, to them back then, at least? They eat them. They eat them. Yeah. I don't think they do so much anymore. They do it for sport. I think they do. Maybe they do. So his name, by the way, was Reverend Marsh Harpole, and he was, quote, approached by a large animal that looked something like a baboon, unquote. He said it leapt from a tree and just started walking toward him. And he doesn't say whether it was walking on all fours or on two legs or not. Other stories we'll hear about do kind of have it both for bipedal and quadrupedal yeah so the the reverend he had a gun with him but instead of shooting the animal he smacked it with the barrel of the gun and then he fired a few shots in the air which did indeed scare it away and that was that then you have kind of the most detailed sighting but doesn't happen until 1959 when another source calls this the first official devil monkey sighting from this 1959 occurrence. Why is that official? I don't know. Yeah. But it happened in Saltville, Virginia, hence the tease. This is a, a, a much more dramatic. And as you'll see from the story, it was apparently was a multiple sighting. So this woman named Paulette or Pauline Boyd is driving along 
Southwest Virginia, I guess Roanoke. You know, the Roanoke Island is on East Virginia, of course. Actually, it's actually North Carolina, but there's a city called Roanoke in more West Virginia, which I didn't know. And so she's driving through that area. She's on her way to the Outer Banks in North Carolina, weirdly and ironically. But around somewhere in Southwest Virginia, she's on this lonely road, and it's very dark. It's like two thirty in the morning, and she sees something. I think she's with she's with some people in the car, like her mom and I think a daughter. We'll see. And she says that, well, it, it depends. One version has it just kind of jumping out and this creature running across the road. Another pers- another version has it attacking the car. And when they were able to, to park the car later on, they saw like three big scratch marks in the side of their car. And Paul, I think Paulette's daughter, Pauline, and another source says it's her mom. So you, you see already some, some yeah. little bit of red flags when you start having these you know, different identifications, but the daughter slash mom of the woman <laughs> says, quote, it had light taffy colored hair with a taffy. white. What yeah. color is taffy? I, that's a good question. I took it to mean like beige maybe or light brown, but who, I don't know why who, I think that. Who that knows? Taffy is yeah. any color you make it. That's true. Yeah. She shouldn't say that. No. No. Oh, well, are you pissed at Pauline? Yes. She could be a little girl, Carrie, but she also could be an old lady. We don't know. A little girl wouldn't say taffy colored hair. Okay. Then I think it's her mom then. Yeah. So anyway, light taffy-colored hair with a white blaze down its neck. Same thing. Do people really say those words in when they're just, when they're being quoted by what someone? Year is this? A white blaze, nineteen fifty-nine. Yeah, I, I take that to mean some kind of a marker, a, a spot, or something like that. Yeah. So a white blaze down its neck and underbelly. It stood on two large, well-muscled back legs and had shorter front legs or arms. So now we're starting to sound something like which is familiar, and. Boyd said that she heard about a second later devil monkey encounter that occurred just a few days later. Why? Why she's hearing about that? I'm not completely sure, but she said, quote, several days after this incident, two nurses in the Saltville area were driving home from work early one morning and were attacked by an unknown creature who ripped the convertible top from the car before they escaped. A search party was formed, but the dogs brought in to track the creature refused to follow the trail. It has never been explained, unquote. So I'm not, you know, I don't know. I'm not. That one certainly should be verifiable. You think so. Something ripped off the convertible top and the police were called. Yeah, I know. So can't, is, are there stories about Mm -hmm. this? Is there a police report about this? In 1959, I don't know when when this is being reported or when this is being collected. Yeah. But yes, if it was remotely contemporaneous, that, that wouldn't be super hard to check if you were a diligent researcher. Yeah. Unlike us. (laughs) We're bringing you the story. We will, you know, that's, I mean, that's kind of been my method. We'll, we'll look at these well, sources yes. and try to find reputable, rep- credible sources and certainly judge the sources. And I think that's a, a important for uh, someone in our position to do and not just kind of bring them to you, you know, without any kind of rational thought. But we're not doing, you know, we're not calling the police and no. trying to track down what happened in 1959. So the, there's another sighting. It, uh, there's a kind of a, a rash of sightings in the 1970s. So again, notice these things. They're, they're now over decades. They'll be in the 70s. They'll be in the 90s. They'll be in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. We'll have different signs of these. If there is, when we talk about the potential causes of this or potential answers for this, keep that in mind of how long term these supposed sightings are. Primates live a long time. Pardon? Primates live a long time. Not this long. Not anywhere near that long. How long do you think chimpanzees live? About 30, 40 years. 60, buddy. In captivity. No. When they're well taken care of and, and don't smoke as much as some chimpanzees do no. in captivity. Come on, Carrie. Well, okay. Well, still. 
You want to know my source? 1934. And I'm going to have a, a story for you, I think, from 2009. So, and, sorry. And these don't look like chimpanzees, by the way. I'm just, I'm just saying. These I, have tails. Because I learned something new. Did you? Yeah. So you're just like trying to show off. From Jane Goodall. And chimps live till 60. Yeah. I bet that's not an, anywhere near an average age. That's, that's a long, long, record-breaking, smashing, super old chimp. He had a walker. Nope. He and had dementia. He didn't remember any of the chimps in his, his troop. She told the story of a female monkey who, at the time of this interview, which was decades ago, mm-hmm. uh, was like 41 or 44 or something like that and was pregnant. Mm. So a 40-something-year-old chimp Damn. is still... That's some sticky eggs. That child has Probably a good chance. Probably not. Mm, I don't think she should be having the baby, Carrie. I think she should... Probably get an abortion, a well, chimp abortion, she didn't, a chabortion. She was having the baby. Okay, well that's great. That's a great story. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. So in 1973, Lauren Coleman, who's a very well-known cryptozoologist, he was studying this this issue, and he gathered a report of quote three black bushy-tailed giant monkeys that were supposedly killing livestock in Albany, Kentucky. So we're still in the South. That's mm-hmm. that's a good sign, I think. Quote, I investigated that case in depth. I interviewed the people who were very sincere. <laughs> in the whole context of devil monkey reports, it seemed extremely sincere. When you say the word sincere twice in two sentences, I think you, you should, we should be worried. You have these reports of hairy monkey-like creatures with tails very different from Bigfoot. And they are. And we'll get into the, the description in a little bit, a little more. But in 1979, there was another report from rural Georgia. Quote, it's the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen, said the witness. I, I didn't find the name of it. It had a tail like a beaver's, but it was bushy. Uh, okay, so so not like a beaver's? And this it was a oh, it was a girl, it was a daughter. It was like somebody's daughter in the family. I think she was a teen, and she claimed that it had a face like a dog. That's intriguing too. Keep that in mind. <laughs> and and that's basically kind of what it looked like. They describe these things as in fact, some people have even have at first thought from a distance, oh, is that a wild dog? Is that a feral dog? But when they got close, they said, Ooh, that's not a dog. That's yeah. something scary. It's got a tail. It's walking on either two legs and four. And that, so essentially it has. Think of it as a tail, very often sub, sub described as a bushy tail. It has, it, it's it's pretty big, but the size varies all like three feet high to six or seven feet high to eight feet high, which yeah. is ludicrous, but still at least three feet high. So a big, a, a good sized creature Yeah, that it has a snout, kind of a dog-like snout. Yeah. It's furry. It might be taffy colored. No one knows what that is. <laughs> Sometimes it's got as black though too. So it seems to have different color yeah. colorations, and it it can be pretty mean. And if it if it's true that it's killing sheep or something like that and attacking convertibles, then well, it can be dangerous too. And has big claws and big teeth. My assumption is there's more than one. Yes, okay. you would think. Yeah, these are this is a roaming creature. Well, yes. Then again, you were talking up a sixty year old chimp doing this, Carrie. So I don't know if we ever trust you. No, again. I wasn't. I was just saying. That- uh, primates can probably live longer than you think. Yeah, but the primate that most folks think this is is not going to live 60 years. Okay. So in 19... Now we we have modern science too. I talked to you about... We have 1990s, 2000s. This one from 1994, so one from Ohio. And I kind of messed up the one I tell you about Paulette Boyd. That one was more the car... Um, the creature attacked her car. This is the one I was thinking of where the creature sort of ran out in front. So this was... Okay. She was driving, again, also in Virginia... And it was very late in the morning. She saw a creature. I, they don't get a name. Just a woman from Virginia. I'm, I'm sorry, a woman from Ohio, but driving through Virginia. 
And she saw this creature leap across the road in front of the car, and she just got a good look at it, but it didn't attack her in this case. Uh She said it was a monkey-wolf hybrid is what she described it as. It had short, (laughs) sleek black fur, stood up on its hind legs. She said when when it stood on its hind legs and stood like a man, it was about six feet tall, had pointy ears, a flat snout, but again, notice it's a snout, and a long, thin tail. Again, other people say have described it as a very bushy tail uh-huh. that's interesting and she also said it was really muscular and thin and according I don't, I don't know where this part is from but supposedly later on in that same area there of southwest virginia supposedly pets and livestock began to go missing mm. intriguing you'll see this happen again in, in, in another story 1996 just a couple years later it's now spotted in louisiana of all places uh-huh it said it, this description also was said to be very much like the cla- by now kind of classic devil monkey description. Supposedly, this story was first told in July of two thousand nine, like like one of those you know cryptozoology kind of uh, publications. But it happened in nineteen ninety six. So he's saying oh. something. He waited thirteen years to tell the story. This witness who would would not name himself said he was a biologist and he worked for a major biotechnology firm, so he wanted to withhold his name. And he also also wait 13 years to tell me about the story. 13 years, by the way, when we now have effectively creepypasta-like cryptid kind of websites now that you did not have in 1996 so much. So intriguing with the timing. And also, you know, whenever someone's anonymous and they're putting it on a board on an online forum anonymously, the probability that that person's telling the truth is yeah. is, is really near zero. It yeah. really is. I don't know that anything honest has ever been posted in that in that manner ever. Well, on really seriously, put it this way: the chances are overwhelmingly none of it's true. Yes. So your default position as a reader, as a consumer of information, should be this is not true. Right. You should not. You, you know, unless you have names, unless you have specifics, you, there's no reason to think. It's not true. What someone you know saw a devil monkey in 1996. I can't say my name. I might lose my position with a biotechnology firm. That that just makes no sense. So this guy, this bio, this biologist says he or or um was he a biologist? He was yeah he was a biologist. Said that he saw this himself back in Louisiana in July of 1996. He said he so he's sitting there and he's gazing out at the rain. Okay. Okay. That's another, as I've said before, I know I'm harping on it, but when you start reading stories online that read like stories, they're stories. So he says he turned to look and saw something. Honestly, I honestly don't know what running extremely fast on all fours from the field towards our property. So he's looking out the window. He sees this thing just running towards their house. He says at first he thought it was kind of a dog maybe, but then gets closer and he says, that's not a dog. And then it leapt over the five-foot fence in one hop, which a dog could actually do. Yeah. But still, this, that's a, a decent feat of leaping ability. Yeah. Once on my side of the fence, this is quoting him again, this thing stood up on two legs, exclamation point, another red flag. It was only 30 feet from me at that point, and I got a really good look at it. It was about four feet tall, maybe a little bigger. It had really big yellowish eyes, large pointed ears, a sparse coat of shaggy fur. It stood on its tiptoes which is interesting, and had a long, somewhat bushy tail, kind of like a squirrel, but not nearly as thickly furred, end quote. So now you have the bushy tail, but otherwise something a little bit similar to what has been described in most of these cases. 
the snout, he says, was very cat-like, which is interesting because that, that dog, dogs have longer snouts yeah. than cats do. And he said once it stood, it kept its arms to its side like, like a human would stand, but a little bit bent. And his hands, he said, he saw legit-looking fingers that had claws at the end. So that was his encounter. I, 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 I think he just scared it away. Eventually, it ran away and it leapt away um, after this encounter. It was like, I don't know, investigating, see if there's something, something to eat maybe. So then in 1997, we have a report from Duncansville, Ohio, from Debbie Cross, who said she was, same thing, she's out, at night, she hears something outside, she turns on the porch light, and she sees this, quote, fur-covered monkey-like creature about 30 feet away, standing at the edge of a pond, I guess a pond somewhere outside of their house. Quote, it's about three to four feet tall and gray in color. It had large, dark eyes and rounded ears, not pointy ears, extended above the head. It had real long arms and a short tail. Doesn't say if it's bushy or not. Yeah. It made a gurgling sound, unquote. Mm-hmm. So then as she said, it just could have sort of skipped across the lawn on its hind legs, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if it was literally skipping, but. Yeah. And she said it apparently balancing itself with the knuckles of his front arms. So that mm-hmm. means it's not walking on his hind legs. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Does it? I mean, there is, a, again, you, you, you listeners probably know the animal I'm thinking of for many of these um, sightings and many of these descriptions do roughly, kind of, except for some critical ways, fit something, which I'm being coy, but we'll get yeah. to in a little bit. You probably, you're probably thinking of it right now as well, aren't you? Me? Yeah. No. Okay. That'll be interesting. Okay. So, Are this, you thinking of a real animal? I am. Okay. Yes. The next sighting was in Danville, New Hampshire. In 2001. So now it's gone north. If this is a... Yeah. Again, if, so if this is a breeding population, it's been seen all throughout the southeast of the United yeah. States. Now it's in New Hampshire. That's getting... It's getting to be a little bit of a geographical stretch. Yeah. Especially if it is a monkey. There are no monkeys north of Mexico in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. And even in the, the in Europe, the, the most northernmost monkeys, I believe, are in Gibraltar, which is med- still pretty warm climate. New Hampshire is not that at all. In this case, in Danville, New Hampshire, uh, it was seen by a couple of different people. It, it was reported to the fire chief. And this one is actually, it was said to be kind of a reddish brown fur. It looked like some kind of monkey or primate. It had very sharp claws, a dog-like muzzle. And it was seen literally running down the streets of Danville early, early in the, I think the morning of in September of 2001 in Danville, New Hampshire. In September 2001, in the early morning, it's probably not going to be that cold, but it's not going to be hot. And over two weeks, there were nine sightings of this devil monkey, the Danville devil monkey, by wow. various folks. It, it supposedly sent, the, I mean, the town was like freaking out about it. Huh. So there's there seems to be something Did anybody there. take a picture? I know. No one takes a picture. Yeah, in this case, when there's just fleeting, I, I don't blame that. It's, it's those things where there's lots of people there and, you know, and or, or they're looking for it and they don't take pictures. And in this case, I don't, I'm not super shocked by that. In January 12, 2006 was the most hilarious incident because, it, it's, again, an anonymous witness said that he and his family went into their house in the Chicago area and they there discovered that there was a, quote, devil-like creature violently attacking their six-year-old Labrador dog. The man described the creature as being, quote, an unusual combination of monkey, wolf, and devil. Because he knows what devils Devils, look like. Devils, yes. Yeah. And it had long fangs, a monkey-like tail, and extremely bright, glowing eyes. 
Now, I'm going to show you, and our audience can see the picture of a close-up of this creature that he did have the wisdom to take. Good segue, Carrie. So, see that picture? See that? Can you see the creature? See those, those yellow glowing eyes? See those yeah. long fangs? Okay. Now, that's a close-up of the picture. I'm going to show like you a, a little further away in a minute. <laughs> so, um, so he, he did take the picture. He said he, he said he grabbed his nearby camera and snapped a photo. And, and then suddenly the flashlight freaked it out. The flash bulb, I guess. This right. is, I, when we was just 2006. Six, okay. So the flash bulb freaked it out, scared it. He said, quote, it sprang onto his hind legs and ran, unquote. And it, it ran by him, almost knocking him over out the front door and into the woods right by their home. Now, I'm going to show you a picture. It's a little bit smaller. I'm going to show you a picture of that same picture. I am shocked he sent a differently cropped picture to anyone of that same incident. <laughs> you can't see it, readers. Describe that picture, Carrie. It's two dogs. It's for sure two dogs. It's a dark Labrador-like dog yeah. with glowing eyes because you have a, a flash, flash bulb, bulb dum-dum. Yeah. With a light-colored... Yeah. Some people in Virginia might say taffy-colored. <laughs> light taffy. Light taffy Labrador. Yeah. Clearly in no dress whatsoever. Not yeah. being violently attacked by the same-sized, same species of dog yeah. next to it, which is undoubtedly its playmate. It's probably its 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 co-dog. So e- he, even if it's a stray dog, it's not. It, it was not a stray yeah. dog. It's the family dog. My suspicion is this guy's just messing with him. Oh, okay. So he sends a picture of his two dogs because they they took the they took the um the picture. The dog on the left, the darker had colored eyes, dog, had so. super bright glow, yeah. really crazy bright eyes shine. They said, "Let's mess with people." Jeez. And you can see its fangs, and you know, and and it looks it looks like it's it, they're just they're clearly just panting. Yeah. So they're probably freshly being played with just earlier that evening. So that so there are some people you know messing with people. In this, so are there other people messing with people that just didn't start turning pictures up? Yeah. Maybe. Then, of course, you get to what I, I teased up front or, or early on is that you have the Native American legends. Every cryptid in North America, eventually some researcher, air quotes, ties it to Native American legends. It's the attempt to make it seem like it has longevity, that it goes back in time, that it's real, that there's a... You know, there's a history of it being here. So it's not just something that suddenly came down from space, or sometimes they say it literally came down from out of space. Yeah. So you always find that. In this case, there are some legends apparently about sort of monkey like creatures in the forest that they have tails, and they're not really monkey like, but they're really described as men with tails. Huh. And, but they're vicious, and they have, they um, are, you know, cannibalistic. You know where they're from, though? Uh-uh. Alaska and the Yukon Territory. Southeast Alaska, the Panhandle, and the nearer portions of the Yukon Territory. Not monkey country. Without any question. And, and so later researchers have attached these to the legends and called these devil monkeys. There's no questions. No you know, native legend ever used the word monkey or knew anything of, about of monkeys, not, obviously. Yeah. So, But anyway, it comes from that, like the Copper River, that area. There's a, there's a story from the Atna tribe from the Yukon along the Copper River that's not too far from southeastern Alaska about these these kind of really mean, they have long tails, but they're described as men and how they would harass and attack their tribe, their people. Like if you, you know, if you went out too far, your people were never seen again, people disappeared. Uh, they were just kind of a boogeyman type yeah. of creature, right? They're said to walk on their hind legs though, but they were hairy and had tails. 
and they didn't wear any clothes. And they also had long, I, I think they had, you know, claws, but otherwise kind of a hairy man with a tail. So some people, I'm, I have no doubt, and the sources I read because I was focusing on the devil monkey, I have no doubt that these stories have also been tied to Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Right. But they are very, very clearly described as having tails. So it doesn't quite fit that. Yeah. So they, they are a little uncomfortable for those researchers. That, but they said otherwise his face was like a man's, his hands and were, were just like a man's, just tailed and furry. And about the same size, about the same height as a man too. So the, supposedly the, the, then their legend has this warrior. He figures it out and he, he wants to go follow them. He hears the... He, some group went out to some area and they weren't seen again. So he goes out the area and he finds them and he's looking at them from a tree and they're playing some kind of a game. They're kicking some kind of ball around and he realizes to his horror that ball is a head of one of his fellow tribes persons who mm -hmm. they ate. And so he finds, he follows them to where they live and they live in these caves and they, you know, it's the typical story of the brave, smart warrior who then has a device as a plan to kill them all. And they 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 do this thing where they smoke them out. They, they have eight. They live in eight caves, and they put smoke near the cave, all while not being noticed by these super predators. Yeah. And when they smoke them out, they you know kill them with bows and arrows and spears and things like that, right? Uh -huh. And which is I'm sure that's a, that's a legit legend, but it has nothing to do with any kind of a devil monkey yeah. whatsoever. By the way, some later ethnologists tracked. To where they had, he had a source that told him where these caves were. And he went to this and he did find some, some cave like pits in a riverbank above kind of a dried out river creek. They were those caves about a meter deep. It's about wow. three feet deep. So yeah. Yeah. Three, and about the same wide. So that's just, I, I again, there's lots of other stories of, of, of kind of sort of monkey like tailed furry men and other legends from the area. They sound like they all kind of derive from the same. Same original story. Uh -huh. I mean, here's the thing about the about these legends. They were good storytellers. Yeah. They told stories. They made shit up. They made things up and they were entertaining for a purpose, for a reason, often for a boogeyman, whatever, just right. entertaining. Yeah. We always, always think that any kind of a legend has to be literally true and they thought right. of it as literally true. I'm sure most of these stories they did not think were true. Yeah. They were stories. Yeah. Give them the credit they deserve. So, So what are they? What do you think they are? What do we got going on here? What is the devil monkey? I have no idea. Well, it, you can start with um, the guy who writes the website called werewolves.com. He says, I'm going to quote him because I'm mean. What, pray tell, is a devil monkey? I'm going to tell, tell you right now, guy, just to help you. Don't ever use the word pray tell. It, it, is, it can't not sound pompous and effective. Quote, uh, a paranormal entity or perhaps a cryptid. And what, pray tell, that's twice, bro, <laughs> is the difference betwixt the twain. Let me read that again. And oh. what, pray tell, is the difference betwixt the twain? Stop. Don't. I'm not even sure what that means. No, he doesn't know what it means. It doesn't mean anything. Betwixt means between, right? Yeah. What's the, the twain? The twain is the two. So what's oh. the difference between the two of them? He's, he's into steampunk. He... <laughs> oh. Carrie, I'm just, I'm, I'm oh. attaching things. I don't know anything about this person at all whatsoever. <laughs> but here's serious. what I know for a fact. He's into steampunk. So this guy describes it as sort of a, um, you know, is it a cryptid? Is it real? But I guess some people think this could be, it's like paranormal. Like it's supernatural, some kind of a spect spectral or phantasmal in nature. Oh, this guy, okay. he's, a, he's a terrible writer. Essentially, he's saying, oh, can, it could be both. So is it real? Is it fake? There's a possibility it's not fake, but you know, it's supernatural. It's right. paranormal, right? 
And he also says, by the way, they have snouts like chimpanzees or baboons. Um, have you seen a chimpanzee? Yeah. Only the most well-known primate on the planet. They don't have snouts, right. bro. Some people say, have uh, described it as saying, hey, maybe it's like a langer monkey, a handyman langer monkey. It's an old world monkey. How, how they would get around here, we don't know. Yeah. But here's my favorite. You also find this a lot in, in cryptids. If something described sounds vaguely like a prehistoric animal, there's so much of, okay, that's what it is. So some people have hypothesized is a Protopithecus brasiliensis. It's an extinct 50-pound New World monkey known from Brazil from, uh, you know, millions of years ago. Yeah. Because it no. looks something like it in terms of size and, and you know, a, yeah. a, its appearance or whatever. And they, you see that all the time. And other people have said maybe it's a surviving specimen of Theopithecus Oswaldi. That's a 250-pound East Asian baboon believed by most primatologists to have gone extinct during the Pleistocene epoch. Yeah. It's also in Africa. No. Yeah. It's from hundreds of thousands of years ago. Yeah. So, but that at least gets us to where the most likely cause is. And that, oh, one other, before I forget. Some people, because people have said that it can jump. In fact, one story said that it used its tail to like coil it up and use his tail to leap. So it's a cartoon character. It's, 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 is that Tigger <laughs> from Winnie the Pooh? Am yes. I wrong? Okay, so yes. stop doing, stop saying things like that. We yeah. know nothing has locomotion like that. But some of have compared it to a kangaroo. There is a thing called a mystery kangaroo in the United States, which we'll handle one day. That's another cryptid where some people have uh, these very kangaroo-like beasts have been spotted in the U.S. Again, all not unlike the devil monkey, all throughout yeah. the U.S. And they have big tails. They have shorter arms. Well, they have short have arms, shorter big arms, tails. Some have longer arms. Yes. So it and, 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 and the devil monkey has been described as leaping and leaping well. But, but also but everybody knows what a kangaroo looks they, like. I so. think so, too. Yeah. yeah. But is there another, another animal that most people you think would know what they look like, or maybe not? It's a baboon. To me, this yeah. sounds. You have the the whole the, dog the longer arm, yeah, the dogs, the snout, the if it has teeth and claws. I mean, those those are some nasty creatures. Those absolutely could, if it was really killing livestock in Alabama, New York, baboons can absolutely kill sheep and, and cats and dogs that are missing things like that. Now it's not going to kill. Well, I mean, they they can physically kill people, but that's but where would they come from? Where would they? They'd have to be like escaped from. That's the problem. Something? One or two or three of these someone's pet because there are idiots who keep stupid yeah. pets so this is possible some weirdo out there in one of these cases in virginia or kentucky louisiana but or even new hampshire in the 1930s oh 1930s so that it would have to be repeatedly a zoo animal or a pet escaping a baboon escaping terrorizing the countryside by the way being seen very if you would think about it these should be seen much more often yes. because it's going to live for many years out in that countryside. It should be seen quite a bit, yeah. you would think. And the same one is not traveling no. between all those southern states and New Hampshire no. and Illinois. And it, it would have to happen a lot. People yeah. would have to lose a baboon repeatedly over in many different places yeah. over many, many decades. And it would have to have these fleeting sightings and then go away. Are they recapturing them every time shortly? I don't know. Yeah. So it's problematic. The other part is that it is not consistently, but majority of the times it is described as having a bushy tail. Yeah. And that's very not baboon-like. If In fact, any kind of a tail is not baboon-like because baboons have a very small, hard-to-notice tail. Red yeah. butt, but not much of a tail. Not a, not a tail you would go, oh, and it had a long tail. You would never yeah. say that. But otherwise, it does seem... Very baboon. Like, I would not be shocked 
if a couple of these sightings were an escaped baboon, especially what was the one? The one in New Hampshire actually strikes me as the most likely because they were seen for two weeks after. Yeah. And, it, and by nine witnesses, maybe someone did lose a baboon and they were able to recapture yeah. it Although, after a couple of weeks. Those nine stories could just be, or eight stories You're could right. be hopping on the bandwagon yeah. of the first story. Classic yep. mass hysteria. I mean, yeah. every, I, we've talked about mass hysteria in the show many times. People, and I, I think still people think the word hysteria gets in the way of that because yeah. they think it's people freaking out. It's, it's not that at all. It's a contagion. Yeah. It's sort of a, you know, when you hear that someone saw this monkey-like creature and it, was, and it had a bushy tail. You see something that you can't identify. Or it's a blur, or yeah. or some of them can just be, hey, I want my name in the newspaper. Yes, for sure, for sure. So, some, uh, so you misidentify something. You're not hysterical. Yeah, you just made a mistake. Yeah. Are your bandwagon? Are you yes. looking for attention? Are yeah. you just made an honest, honest mistake? Yeah. So uh, that's why I wish there was a different word. And there is actually a different word. I can't remember what it is now. We talked about it with the the mass, the uh, Mattoon gasser, yeah. the mad gasser of Mattoon. There's a different word for it now, but that's a little dishonest. It's it's not hysteria. It is kind of, yeah. um, but it's jumping on a misidentification that starts from an initial story and, and people just glom onto it. Mm-hmm. All of these things t- tend to happen in spates like that. Then again, a, a researcher who thinks these, are, these things are real would say, well, no shit, because it was seen multiple times because it, uh, like the one in New Hampshire, it was seen by multiple people because it was in the area and being seen by multiple people. You'd expect there to be a spate of sightings when there is a real thing at their core as well. So that's not an unfair criticism by, by right. those folks. Yeah. But in this case, um, I don't know. We'll see. There is my, my favorite website quote from the research for the devil monkey was this. I, I'm not going to say what, what website it was, but it was just hel- unintentional hilarious. So uh, this other, this website says that, um, he, he describes a devil monkey, talks about the devil monkey, he does it in, in probably the most hysterical way, in other words, the most ludicrous way. And he says, fun fact, the devil monkeys were the inspiration for the flying monkeys in The Wizard of Oz. And quote, just a bald statement of a fact. Yeah. Apparently, you know, mistaking a fun fact for a fun lie. Because there's yeah. no truth that you made it up, bro. Stop doing that. Yeah. So that's the, the devil monkey of mostly the American South. What do you think? Anything at the root? Anything at the cause of this? Uh, no, I don't no. believe any of. You think stories. all of them are just mistakes? They saw yep. dogs, or yep. hmm, interesting. Yes, sir. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of them were baboons. Because Langer monkeys, by the way, just real, Langer monkeys are, are baboon-like. So yeah, maybe something something along those lines. I mean, who compiled all these sightings? Various people. Yeah, over so, the years. So, I mean. I don't know. I could probably comb a lot of small town newspapers for the last 50 years and pick out sightings yeah. of dinosaurs or sightings of pterodactyls or si- oh, oh, sightings you, you of, for sure could. of things that look <laughs> like whatever weird yeah. creature I just happen to see as I'm, you know. We, one day we will have to do the mysterious kangaroos of america because there's there's actually a, a couple of pictures out there that do look unless they're fake yeah. look pretty kangaroo like and yeah. again that would not shock me no it's possible somebody got a kangaroo yeah. and let it go it yeah, escaped because it got too big and yeah. wanted to box them all the time yeah i mean we have his ass a few times you know and, and weirdly it wouldn't shock me if one or two of the devil monkeys were in fact kangaroos 
Yeah. That, you know, loose kangaroos. So but, you have these two kind of stories. somebody would eventually catch it. Somebody else would see it. Somebody yeah, would find it dead. That's always I the mean, problem with that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's possible it died and, and no one found it dead. That's not impossible. Yeah. It's, it's same with the baboon. It just didn't, it couldn't feed itself. You think though, if it got hungry enough, it would yeah. well, be seen because it'd go to the middle of town yeah. or some, of some village or some and other town. And that's possibly the case for all of these yeah. weird creatures that somebody saw. It did it did die somewhere mm-hmm. and nobody found it or it did get recaptured or it did, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that doesn't get reported because whoever did it didn't think to report it. That's very true. That's true. But, but you know, you think it would be... Um, why not report that? If you found a baboon body, I feel like that would be reported. So if there's are if there are one or two cases that are, that are truthful at yeah. the root of this, I think the baboon in Virginia, the baboon in New Hampshire, it went somewhere and died, yeah, and was scavenged, and no one saw that body. Yeah, that's all. So I think I think you think there's nothing to it. I think there probably is a little bit to some of them, not to the guy's Labrador with the eyes shine in his living no. room. Not so much that one, but but I mean some of the. Some of the reports are just ridiculous. Yeah. And and the biggest problem, again, is the tail. That really throws yeah. me because most of them have a tail. Most of those times the yeah. tail is bushy and that doesn't make any sense. Although, you know what that also tells me? It could be some creature. They could all be the same type of creature. We are the most unreliable witnesses yeah. on the planet. Well, so I think some... Our, our memories are bad. You know who's worse? 60-year-old chimpanzees. Those are much, no, much worse. No, they're much better. Oh, okay. You, you cares about this thing for old chimps. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Should I worry? So, yeah. No, I agree. We are eyewitness... Human eyewitness accounts are... Terrible. ...at the bottom of the rung for, like, in, in, in crimes. We always think that eyewitness accounts are the gold standard. They really are kind of the reverse. That's the devil monkey... Hope you enjoyed that tale from the American, the world of American folklore. I hope there's yeah. a thriving colony of baboons. One day we will also do monkey colonies. There are absolutely rhesus monkeys, and in in Florida there are surviving breeding populations of, of course, lab monkeys in Florida. in Florida. Yeah, and there possibly are is a breeding population of macaques in Louisiana. So American monkeys yeah. one of these days. We'll have to cover, but we have an explanation for why they are right. where they are. Yeah, the devil monkey, not so much. We don't have an explanation for that. Yeah. And and by the way, this might here's my uh, uh, my last word on this. This might be a story where the name preceded the thing. I think so. It's possible someone thought of the word devil monkey, yeah. in America and decided to make that happen. Yeah, but you know what? Go for it, bro. Yeah, sure. Devil Monkey is a very cool name, so hope we hope you enjoyed the story of the Devil Monkey. Well, thanks, Dean. We'll see you next time.